It is zero hour thirty universal time. Here is the news in special English. The United Nations General Assembly has approved a resolution demanding that Syrian President Bashar al-Assad leave office. The measure also strongly condemns his government's human rights violations. 137 nations voted yes. 17 did not vote, and 12 said no. Russia and China were two of the countries that voted no. They also voted no on a similar resolution in the UN Security Council. Thursday's General Assembly resolution does not force Syria to do anything, but it shows the feelings of many of the world's leaders about what is happening in Syria. An American intelligence official says Iran would react if attacked for its nuclear activities, but he thinks Iran is not likely to incite a conflict. The director of the Defense Intelligence Agency spoke to members of the United States Senate Thursday. Lieutenant General Ronald Burgess said that if Iran is attacked, it could close the Strait of Hormuz or launch missiles at American forces and allies in the area. General Burgess said Iran could choose to use terrorist groups to carry out attacks. He also said officials believe that Israel has not made a decision to attack Iran. The presidents of Afghanistan and Iran are in Pakistan for talks on peace with the Afghan Taliban. Pakistani President Asif Ali Zardari and Prime Minister Yusuf Reza Gilani welcomed Hamid Karzai and Mahmoud Ahmadinejad as they arrived Thursday. Pakistan's historical ties to the Taliban are one reason for the meeting. Another reason is the borders shared among Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Iran. The Afghan Taliban had many allied groups are thought to be based in Pakistani tribal areas along the Afghan border. The Afghan Taliban refuses to recognize the Afghan government. The head of the United Nations has urged Afghan leaders to make fighting the growth and transport of illegal drugs one of their most important efforts. UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon spoke at a meeting of top world officials in Vienna, Austria, on Thursday. He said making and selling drugs prevents Afghanistan from having a normal economy. He said other nations should help Afghanistan in its fight against illegal drugs. Afghanistan's top official in charge of stopping drug trafficking says his government understands international concerns.
but Zarar Ahmed Makbal Osmani said most drugs are grown in areas that are not secure. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. The Nigerian man, accused of trying to blow up an American passenger plane in 2009, has been sentenced to life in prison. Omar Farouk Abdul-Mutallab was sentenced Thursday in Detroit, Michigan. The 25-year-old man pleaded guilty in October when his trial was starting. He told the court his actions answered the killings of what he called innocent Muslims in Yemen and Afghanistan. Government lawyers say Abdul Muttalib wanted to kill all 290 people on the plane as part of an al-Qaeda mission. A dispute over who owns the name iPad in China is getting more serious. The American computer company Apple uses manufacturers in China to make the iPad. A Chinese company called ProView Technology is using the name iPad in China. Apple and ProView both claim they own the rights to the name in China and are fighting a legal battle. In recent days, officials in several Chinese cities have seized iPad computers from Chinese stores because the dispute is not yet resolved. ProView has asked for the Chinese government's help in preventing exports and imports of the iPad. Chinese media report that ProView is deeply in debt and needs to win the fight with Apple in order to pay its creditors. Ecuador's highest court has approved a ruling that sentences three newspaper officials to three years in prison for criticizing President Rafael Correa. The sentence also orders them to pay $40 million. The El Universo newspaper criticized how the president answered a police revolt in 2010. Two of the men, along with the writer of the report, have fled to Miami, Florida. Panama announced Thursday that the third man, the director of El Universo, can stay in Panama. In the United States, the Committee to Protect Journalists says the decision harms democracy in Ecuador. Officials in Honduras have begun to identify the burned remains of more than 350 people killed in the world's deadliest known prison fire. Many of the victims suffocated in their cells or burned to death on Tuesday. Honduran President Porfirio Lobo said Chile was helping with the process. The prison is in the town of Comoyugua. The town's governor says a prisoner called her on the telephone late Tuesday night, 
and told her that another prisoner had set fire to a bed. About 850 prisoners were in the prison at the time of the fire. That is about two times the number it was designed to hold. An Islamic group has attacked a prison in Nigeria, killing one guard and letting 119 prisoners escape. Witnesses said about 20 gunmen on motorcycles drove up to the prison in the town of Koton Karifi Wednesday night. They fired at guards and then caused an explosion outside the main entrance. The Islamic group Boko Haram claimed responsibility Thursday for the attack. The group said it wanted to free seven of their followers, but 119 prisoners escaped. Officials say they have recaptured 25 prisoners. And now it's time for the major news once again. The United Nations General Assembly has approved a resolution demanding that Syrian President Bashar al-Assad leave office. The presidents of Afghanistan and Iran are in Pakistan for talks on peace with the Afghan Taliban. And the Nigerian man accused of trying to blow up an American passenger plane in 2009, has been sentenced to life in prison. That's the news in VOA Special English, coming to you from Washington.